and welcome back. I am Mar. And I'm Sadie. And this is the podcast where we read the books so you don't have to. We're reading the books and we're spilling the tea. We're spilling only the hottest tea. And this week, we're not actually reading a book because we're doing an EBTB. And if you don't know what that is, that is a little mini series that we do on the podcast where there's just too many books to read in the world. There's too many. There's so many. And we want to read good books. We want to read books you guys like. Mm -hmm. And so the EBTBs are, we will read articles. We'll watch interviews on new books or books that we just haven't read before. And that kind of gives us a taste of, is this a book that we want to actually read or not? So it also gives you as the listeners, a little sneak peek on more books than you would probably look at. So that's what this series is. And this week we're talking about Brian Washington's new book, Family meal. But before we get to that, we've got mail. We've got mail. Shout out to one of our listeners, Jatea Blasco. Uh, We've got a question for, she's got a question for us and here it is. What has been a few highlights of doing the Novelty podcast together? Oh, I love you, Jatea. Oh my gosh. Ooh, what has been the highlights? I'm so intrigued. So while we've been doing this, our first discussion of this, about this podcast was October of last year. So ah, it's been- It's almost a year. It's been almost a year since our first chat about it. I feel like one of my favorite things, honestly, has been when we actually get to sit down and talk about the books that we've been yes. reading. Because it's so much fun. I genuinely want to know what you think about things. <laughs> I love when I read the book and can talk to somebody about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's so much work that goes into actually doing a podcast that- it's like, can be hard to actually get here. <laughs> but once we sit down and record, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. And I love your thoughts and opinions on it. So that's one of my favorites. It's like the actual chat of it. Oh, it's like, y'all, this is crazy. Really thinking, this is such a good question. Such it a is. good question because I would say like, it's just not what we expected it to be, I think. And I think it's, I'm having a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be, honestly. Because we're like, I will read books. And y'all know I wasn't the biggest reader, but <laughs> I've been having so much fun reading books, getting back into that, creating that as a hobby for myself. But also just sitting down with Miss Sadie every single week. It's just so much fun. Fun. It's just it's just a process that we love to do, and so I would just say like the biggest highlight is like seeing us grow. Yeah, because like I think fun. we see each other, we see us grow in ways that you guys don't see us grow with like the numbers or whatever the things that we're gonna be doing next, and so it's just like it's fun, mm-hmm. it's fun. This is gonna be our jobs one day, baby. Oh my gosh, <laughs> honestly, yeah. And I'm on a president's microphone right now, Come so we're on, on the up and it's up. A- Official, official. If you don't know, Joel is our, my husband is our producer, basically edits, makes this whole thing actually happen. Yes. He's a king, but he is, got me a new microphone and it is the funniest thing ever because he was so excited about it. He was telling me, he's like, Sadie, this is the microphone that the president uses. And I was like, okay, whatever. The president has that microphone. No, literally for like presidential speeches and different things, they've used this version of the microphone Mm -hmm. or whatever. And so he calls me Miss Presidente now. Miss <laughs> Presidente. It's iconic. So that's how serious we're taking this podcast. If you don't understand, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's very, no, it is serious. Oh, but Jatea, thank you so much for that question. We love ya. And this week we're getting all up into it with Brian Washington's new book, Family Meal. And here's the thing. There is not too much out about this book. There's not. You want to know why? Because we're with the times. Because we're ahead of the times. Oh, come and on. And it doesn't even come out for another month. Crazy. October 10th. Oh. And so if you are interested in this book at all, you can't even get your hands on it mm. for another month. So it's kind of, it, it's a flip of a coin. On one side, 
we're learning about a new book. Yes. On the other side, there's not too much about it. Yes. And so what we do know about Brian Washington is he actually is a famous author. He's mm-hmm. a, written the book called Memoir. And he also wrote a short, a collection of like short stories and essays What's called Memorial. Lots. No, Lots. Oh, what's a, what did I say? You said memoir. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I'm so sorry, Mr. Washington. Memorial. But he also wrote a short story, a book of short stories called Lots. And so both of those were really, really famous. Um, and then everything I thought was interesting, everything he writes about, including in his short stories, is set in Houston, Texas. So, Houston, Texas, baby. So if you've ever wanted to go or if you live there, you should read some of his work because it's all set there. Literally Beyonce's everything. from there. Who? Beyonce. Oh, our queen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Queen B. Queen B, Beyonce. So everything that he writes about is set there, with I thought was kind of interesting. I don't know an author that does that. Yeah. That literally every single piece of writing is the same place. And this is fiction writing, correct? It is, yep. Do you ever think he's like, since it's always in tech, it's like based off of people there, but he oh, makes some fiction? A hundred percent. I bet he switches names. I bet he's like writing about people that are in his life and they don't even know it. What if it's like, if y'all have seen the movie The Help, it's amazing. But like they come up with a book, right? And they talk about like how they've been treated poorly by all the people that make them maids or whatever. And it's like they read, but this book becomes huge and people are reading it and the names are changed. But then they're like, holy crap, that's me. That would be so insane. Insane. That's why you got to always treat people right. And you always, 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 no matter where you are in public, you never say anything that you would ever want someone to hear, like regret. Because you just, you always got to just speak highly of everyone (laughs) all the time. Because that is actually my biggest fear is like that I would be in a grocery store and I'd be having like the worst day ever. And Mm -hmm. you know when you just have the worst moments? Yes. And you're just like, everything's like going to crap and you're just behaving in a way that you would never want to behave. Like you would say something hurtful or just be rude or be short with people. And then you turn the corner and there's someone that knows you. Yes. That's my nightmare. Because we all have those moments yes. where we're just exhausted or rude or we're we're unkind to people. Yeah. And we go and apologize or we wish we hadn't done that. That's my biggest nightmare. I, y'all, I get road rage sometimes. <gasps> like sometimes. I'll be like in my car like, you know what? Freak you, y'all. Like I'm trying to get somewhere. You drive so slow. Or like when I, my biggest pet peeve is like I'll be out of light and it's red. And the second that sucker turns green, the person behind me is honking at me. And I'll sit there. And I'll just sit there and let them pass. And they all, but my my fear is that it'll be someone that I know from like church. Oh my God. And they'll be like, wow, I saw you. I'll be like, well, why'd you honk? But it is truly the worst when you behave in a way that you're just like, and then in, someone catches you. Yes. You're just like, oh, that happened. Okay. Yeah. And speaking of that. Yes. With this new book, family meal. Yes. We've got some people in here who apparently we don't know everything, but they talk about their past and apparently they also had not been treating people the way they should have been treated. Mm-hmm. So the story is about this guy named Cam. So Cam is living in LA and he's kind of, his life is just falling apart because the love of his life has died. And so basically he goes back to his hometown of Houston, Texas. He gets out of Dodge. He's like leaving LA. can't do this. He goes back to Houston and he kind of it says he crashes back into the orbit of his former best friend, TJ, and TJ's family bakery. So TJ's not sure how to kind of navigate this changed Cam. So Cam must have gone away and mm. gotten cool, changed a bunch. Yes. I don't know what he did, but he went away and came back different. Yeah. So TJ's kind of like not sure what he thinks about him anymore. And so the whole idea is it says, can they find a way past all that has been said and left unsaid to save each other? Could they find a way back to being okay again? And maybe for the first time, 
it's a little interesting because I'm like, what is that saying? It sounds sexual. It does sound a little steamy. So I'm like, are they, were they interested in each other? Were they not? Were they, were they, were they lovers? They? Is it a were they, won't they situation? Or did they, don't they? <gasps> or will they, shouldn't they? It's a he said, he said. <gasps> oh. And so it says, when the secret and wounds become so insurmountable that they devour us from within, hope and sustenance and friendship come from the most unlikely source. Spanning Los Angeles, Houston, and Osaka, Family Meal is a story about how the people who know us the longest can hurt us the most, but how they also set the standard for love. Wow. I thought that that was a really interesting concept. It is so true. It's like the people that you've had in your life the longest, they know you the most, they know the deepest, they've seen you in every phase of life. And so they know the things that build you up and they know the things that tear you down. They know the things that make you feel amazing and they know how to hurt you the most. Yes. And I thought that was interesting how they said it sets the standard for love because it's true. Like how you learn about love and what love means is through human experience and through earthly human experience. And obviously as someone who believes in the spiritual world, as someone who believes in Jesus and someone who believes that God actually is the ultimate example for love Mm. and how, what love looks like. You still experience that through humans, through people. And so it's really interesting. Yeah, it's like the people that you have known the longest, whether good or not good, whether mm-hmm. your experience of them have been positive or not positive, that's how you understand initially yeah. what relationships and connection and love looks like mm-hmm. until you, I think you get older and you kind of realize, oh, this is not what that looks like or this yes. is what that looks like. Or I think it's really interesting kind of, I don't know, in an interesting take on relationships and love in general to look at it through that lens. Yeah. And it's so crazy how they say like the people that know you the longest hurt you the most, because that's something that my husband and I talk about sometimes is like, man, like we love each other the most and we be hurting each other the most sometimes. Or it's like, why is it that when we go out and about, yes, we need to be great image barriers of Jesus and we need to love people well, but we put our best on when we walk out that door. And then when we come home, there's this great feeling of, yes, like, oh, I could just let that go and be myself. But then there's this negative side of it. It's like, well, why is being yourself not being kind like to your partner? And that's something that my husband and I had had to grow into. It's like, wow, like, yes, we have endured a lot separately out there today. We had to be kind no matter what. But when we come home, that's the great thing about being one is that instead of like, putting it on each other and like putting our anger that we felt on one another, we can come together and be able to understand each other and be like, wow, we both endured this today. Let's go to Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that we have someone we can come home to who knows what, like what happened out there and who gets it. So it's like, wow, we love each other the most, but sometimes we hurt each other the most. And it's like, man, that cannot be, you know, what our minds, you know, we just can't be doing it. Can't be doing it. And I think it's interesting too, because it sounds like TJ and them were friends either right at the start or they were friends before he moved away. And so it's very interesting to be like, okay, what happened before they moved away? And like, how would you come back from that? What does that look like? But I do think, I don't know. It seems interesting. I don't know if there's enough about it. I think I would be interested in reading it more if I had read his other books first. Maybe, yes. Because I think right now, I don't know how you feel. I'm not super... I'm not very intrigued. I'm not very intrigued. But I think if I had, again, read a piece of his work before, because I think that's why this book is, people are excited about it because he is a great writer, apparently. 
I think when it comes to, I think sometimes what happens when you have like authors who are very established is that I feel like the description of the books get less and less mm-hmm. because it's less about what they wrote and it's more about who wrote it. 100%. But sir, if I just now heard of you I and mean, I just picked up this book, this could be the first book you ever wrote. I don't know. Right. I need to know what this book is about. So I don't know. I don't know if I want to read about Cam. I don't know if I want to hear about TJ, uh, Max. Um, but basically... Let us know if you guys do, because yeah. if you want to us to read this book, we will. We will always. We will read the most for you. Okay, we read Spare, and we, if you know amen. anything, that's how much we care about you and love you. Because we read freaking four hundred something pages. My head of still hurts. A guy that, that was like six hundred pages. Oh, I don't. Th- I don't think so. Oh, my but bad. it might have. It might have been. It was up there. It felt like it. Felt, it. That's how much we love you and care about you. So if you want us to read this book. Let us know and we'll read it in October. But speaking of October, get ready for spooky season because we have some great books lined up in this coming month. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of an EBTV. We will see you next week for our regular full form books. Come on. Bye. Bye.